you're a good person. It's important that I tell you that this entire podcast is built around an acronym that I made for the word YIELD. It stands for Yes, I Envision Love Demonstrated. This acronym has helped me a ton in my work, school life, and in pursuing my passions and being able to help other people as well as growing my habits and becoming a better person. My biggest hope is that this podcast will help you to treat the opportunities and the people in your life differently. Learn to yield today and it'll be a better tomorrow. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Yield Today with Dallin Canlan, episode number 16, five big lessons from 2019. Man, 2019 was a big, like, do-it-yourself kind of year. I experimented a lot with my life, and I try to think of every day as, like, I was a scientist in my own lab. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to do with my life and what I want to do for a career, and so I tried a lot of different things. I ended up doing some door-to-door sales. I started a business in college for a class, for a class called IBC, which I talked about in the last episode of this podcast. I also started this podcast in August. I dug potatoes for a while and worked on a potato farm. I did a little bit of everything in this year, and I feel very blessed There's a lot of humble pie moments, though, where I was just kind of like, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't what I, I'm not living, I don't know, like, I'm not taking full advantage of my opportunities. Because that's something I feel like I've been very blessed with in my life is ample opportunities to do good and to just shine and make a difference and to, like, have enough to keep going. Like, my parents have been very supportive in every way you can think of um, to help me get to where I'm at now. And so there's a lot of these humble pie kind of moments where I was just kind of like, man, like, I just got to keep going and there's so much to learn and I just can't, I can't stop for a second to look and to think, man, I I could be living a different life because that's, although that's true, I should be living the life that I feel like I should be living and live the best I can with the knowledge I have and then take on these other projects to kind of help me learn new stuff and be able to help people in new ways. So that's what I've been doing. After starting this podcast, I talked to a ton of people on campus about it. I got to have a couple of my college professors on the podcast. Well, one I haven't actually had a class with, but I probably will eventually because Brother Morley is really awesome. And so is Brother Thompson. I'll get those episodes up soon. I promise it's just one of them has audio difficulties and anyway let's just hop right into the episode so the first lesson i got out 2019 was just how value works so like everything a lot of things do have a price tag just to kind of show the value that that thing is perceived to give you and i learned a lot about this of thinking about in our ibc company we were selling hammocks and they're usually like 35 40 dollars depending on which how big of one you wanted etc But I learned a really important lesson on value from this book that my aunt gave me called The Compound Effect. It's by one of the publishers of Success Magazine. And this book, this is the biggest thing I got out of this book. It's like a 150-page book. He said that if you buy something and it's not worth five times what you bought it for, you shouldn't even buy it. And when I read that, I was like, man, I should have like totally not bought some stuff that I bought because was it worth five times worth it no 
was it worth five times more than I bought it for? No, I got a Echo on Prime Day and uh, Amazon Echo for 50 bucks and normally it was 100 and have I gotten $250 worth out of that? I definitely have. It was my alarm clock for a little bit, you know, and I still listen to music and podcasts on it. It's really helpful. I also bought a 2DS and I already had a 3DS and I just wanted better processing power and I guess to feel cool having two systems and I paid 130 for that. Was it worth 650? No way, but this lesson's pretty valuable and it's kept me from making some impulse purchases since then. Number two, you live and you die by your morning schedule. So in the spring 2019 semester, I had a very strict schedule doing IBC every morning, Monday through Friday, and my Saturdays were super chill. Sundays, you know, go to church and stuff. And my sleeping schedule was was pretty good. Get up at 8 a.m. every day, go to school and everything. And then in fall 2019, I had more of a like an A-day, B-day schedule. It was different. Each day it flip-flopped. One day I didn't have to go to bed as late. I also had tons of roommates who played Smash Bros. And so we played a lot of Smash Bros. And there'd be times like we were really good at doing our scripture reading though, which was super good. But sometimes like we'd do Smash Bros and I should have been doing homework and or I'd like take a break to play Smash Bros with my roommate Tim, who I've talked about on the podcast. He's awesome. Anyway, all my roommates were awesome. Trent, Aaron, Sam. Jacob, they're all really great. And they each taught me different things. But my sleep schedule in the fall, man, it was so bad. And when I worked at the temple for a little bit, that was helpful. But honestly, I mostly was just tired at the temple, <laughs> like working in the laundry room, which was great. But dude, like, I feel like I could have accomplished so much more last semester if I hadn't if my schedule had been a little bit more consistent, maybe even I even had a job because I would have been pushed. In fall 2018, I had a job, 12 credits. I was running the YouTube workshop. I was doing like all this different stuff, but I was so hard pressed for time. I was productive and consistent like the entire time. So it's just been a little bit of an interesting, interesting dynamic. And being back at home with no job and trying to figure out some things I've uh, been really trying to improve my sleeping schedule, <laughs> even though like, oh man, I'm learning from it and you guys are going to get the, the full details, but yeah, it's it's happening. It's it's coming along. I'm learning different things. I started doing these five minute morning walks. Those have been really helpful, I feel like, to help me get more sleep and to help me be more tired, although today doesn't fall into that category. Today, I, I put off recording this episode and I'm like, I'm not going to bed until I record this. <laughs> because whenever I do record, I just feel better. I really do. I feel like this is something I need to do. And I'm helping out people. And even though I have to put money out, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. I'm really thankful for it. And we're going to see how far we can push this. And of course, I love to hear your guys' input. I want to get you guys on the podcast as well in the future. Third big lesson, and this one's a big one, is you cannot hold on to everything. You need to be willing to embrace minimalism at some points, you know. I love the idea of the like the challenge where you get rid of a, one thing every day for a month. Like I've never tried that, but I might try that. Because what happened was at the very end of the semester, I had all this different stuff. And I had to pack it all up. And I'd only sent one box home. And I still had all of this different stuff, like so many knickknacks, so many like 
so even some podcasting equipment that I never set up, like an arm that I still haven't set up. But like I had all this stuff and I just it was just taking up so much space. So I gave away a lot of my like super cool button down shirts that weren't that cool. But I thought they were pretty cool, you know. So I gave away a lot of those to my apartment complex's charity thingy-mabob. And yeah, so like that made my suitcase less heavy. But it was still just, it was such a nightmare. And I was just like, why? Why did I put myself through this? And so that's something that I'm really, and the same thing happened when I left from my aunt's house to come home. I left so much stuff at her house just so I could get stuff to go on the plane home. It was just a big nightmare. And that's something I never want to go through again for the rest of my life. (laughs) So I'm really trying to figure that out. So I was a big, I was one of those humble pie lessons. Like you cannot hold on to every single thing. And I had so, so much time to get that all figured out beforehand, but I just didn't make it a priority. And so it made itself a priority in my life and it made everything really stressful, even though like, yeah, it was just crazy. Such a good lesson to learn. I'm glad I learned that lesson. The fourth one was just that your thoughts are so important for building up your day or making it work and also the sleep, of course. But I found many times where I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to do this, do some dishes or something for the roommates and I just feel better. Or I just work on my book for like 20 minutes. And I just feel way better. Whatever you choose to do, it's feeding your thoughts that you're going to think of next. Like if I'm the time I was wasting not working on my podcast, it's like, well, right. Why aren't I working on my podcast right now? Like all I have is time right now. And I'm doing this crazy challenge this week where I'm trying to get a ton of stuff done as if, and I'm calling it the one week of living challenge where the idea is that I get as much as I could done as if this was my last week of being alive, which is kind of a crazy thought, but I just thought it was necessary at this point because I've been putting so many things off. But anyway, your thoughts are so important. I've been really trying to compile a lot of my thoughts and organize them like self-development thoughts, more spiritual thoughts, so I can come back to them, kind of get my mind on the right track, try to listen to a little commercial I made for myself, inspired by something written in in the Magic of Thinking Big Book, just talking about some of of the things I see in myself and things I want to accomplish. I try to listen to that in the morning. And I wrote one um, for this winter, too. I try to write one every semester, even when I'm at home. The fifth thing, and this is the most humbling one, I think, is just that people do not forget what you did for them. I had a lot of people that reached out to me this year or times when I felt like a, just like a bum, you know, and somebody would still like help me out and they'd see beyond my struggle and reach out to me. And that's something I try to do for other people. But when people do that for you, it's just, it's just really humbling. And for me, it really helps me to know that God really doesn't forget you. You know, he really wants to help you out with everything that you're going through and and you're his precious child, you know. You think of a a good father, they'd want to be there for their kid through all their highs and lows. That's that's definitely how I've how I've felt. But yeah, there's I remember one time when somebody just saw I was really having a rough day. Somebody I'll call him out, Harrison. He was he's just a, a bro. I've always 
we've always just had some good talks with each other and so I was having a rough day so he bought me some ice cream and that really helped me out and so I was able to focus on that ice cream and just you know talk with Harrison a little bit and some of this is just of trying out different things and not knowing what I'm going to do but there's people there that were there to help me out and hopefully this podcast has helped you out a little bit. I have big plans for this podcast for 2020. I feel so bad about only getting two episodes out in January and just under-delivering. And I just feel really bad about it. But I'm going to really try to hammer it and get back into it. And we're going to make the best of this. That's pretty much all I have to say. Like There'll be times when I was... I've been there's been times in this past year where I've been kind of stuck in a hole in a way but I've always found a way to to get out of it it's usually prayer and and scripture study and really good roommates and people looking out for me so and I know like if you'll remember those it like the all those lessons really helped me so I really hope they'll help you a little bit just remember the the value of things and my mom always have said has said that people are more important than things she's very right about that you know, make sure you respect the mornings because <laughs> they're important. You can't hold on to everything. So, you know, choose things wisely and, and be careful with how you spend your time and, and whatnot, you know, and your space, especially because it's easy for that to get super, super filled up. Control your thoughts and remember that people don't forget what you do for them. Like, you know, the quote that people won't remember what you said or what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. And I've, I've definitely seen that in my life over and over and over again. I love the thought by Aesop that no kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. I honestly look back at times when I've been able to help out people. And there's been some times since I got back home. And I just look back on those and I just really, I smile inside. I got to talk to this guy and he just, I could tell that he, you know, was really touched that I got to talk to him. So it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Good stuff. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram or, or Facebook or or on YouTube. I'm always up for talking with people and bouncing off some scriptures or just some thoughts or being a soundboard. But yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you so much for staying tuned to the show. And there's going to be some great stuff coming soon. So please stay tuned. Remember to yield today and you will have a brighter tomorrow.